this is episode two of Anti-Social Media Podcast. Um, the intro you just heard was made by our guest speaker from last week, Jesse. Um, Thank you, Jesse. You, hope you guys liked it. You're welcome. <laughs> For any of the uh, listeners out there, if we have any, uh, do you have any suggestion? Because you're like the whiz kid at Fruity Loops. Oh, whiz kid. Uh, any suggestions on like getting into that or... Any, um, any tips you or You're trying to lose your life for like seven months trying to figure that freaking program out. Don't watch videos on the or tutorial videos on YouTube because that's cheating. Don't do that. Just fucking try. On <laughs> I do. I do actually agree with that. I've never used Free Loops, but I did a lot of video editing. And I think you really like, not that this podcast is even about like Fruity Loops or Jesse, but <laughs> I just want to, no, I just want to give you some confirmation on what you just said, because like when you watch tutorials like that, like that just totally fucks everything up because when I was using like Sony Vegas for my video projects, what I found is like just totally disconnecting myself from the internet and just saying, okay, here's the tools. Now what the fuck do I do with them? Like I learned so much more about how to use those yeah. tools, having to figure it out on my own. Then if I just say, okay, I want to do this, how does it done? And then just cookie cutter, you know, every effect you do looks the same as everyone else's. Right. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree with you for the most part, and then I disagree somewhat because I'd rather not bang my head against the wall for nine hours straight trying to figure one thing out when I yeah, can but go that's... on and then tweak what I've learned yeah. Yeah, and use it for my own. But for me, it was like, I don't know, when you figure out how to do something, it's like, I just conquered the freaking, you know, like... Yeah, down. you get a lot more satisfaction if you yeah. learn on, on your own. Exactly. I I, that's what I agree with. But anyway, that was just like a totally like... Way off tangent. Off topic. So. De- ordeal there. But, um, so first off, um, we just wanted to, uh, as a group, apologize for the audio quality of the last podcast. Yeah. We Never got, use a single mic that's a phono jack <laughs> that you borrowed from your neighbor. We used one mic for the last podcast for all three of us. And as you can tell now, the audio quality is so much better. Hopefully. Yeah, we got a budget from uh, John. <laughs> we borrowed a, a budget from John really dumpster, stepped it up, guys. Pretty much. <laughs> um, so we do have better mics now. We each have our own mic. So it should sound a lot better. We each have our own mic stand, too. Except for Jesse's is just a coat hanger until I get another tripod. Me and John, on the other hand, have pretty legit-looking mic stands that John just made today. I feel like part of the group, guys. Yeah. So excited <laughs> to be here. So we're going to jump in the first topic here at Games. Uh, been doing a lot of research, or seeing a lot of videos uh, and, and comments and threads and uh, and I know this topic has been beat to death over and over again, but it has to do with gun violence and video games. And I think that all these senators, and uh, we were talking about it before, it's our generation's reefer madness, like trying to demonize all video games and video game companies and gamers in general and saying that if you play a violent video game, you're going to go around and shoot up a school. And that's not true. I mean... They've done research over and over and over again showing that there's no correlation between game violence and actual real-world violence. I don't know. What do you think? Well, like, not to really, like, interrupt or step in or anything, but it's, like, for me, like, consciously looking back, I played video games as a kid that I probably should have not, you know, never played. Yeah. And not once during that, me playing that or being bullied at school or whatever life challenges I was facing... Did I ever think, hey, let's replicate this video game in real life and use my classroom as the setting? Like, it all comes down to parenting. Right. In my opinion. That's where I think the biggest issue is with this, is that America as a country is so afraid of, like, blaming itself for its problems. Like, I, I see this mirrored a lot. Not obviously in the news, because this isn't, like, a newsworthy topic. But I see these issues mirrored a lot in um, our country's weight problem. Um, You know, everybody wants to to put money into research and all this other bullshit, basically, to be like, you know, why are we why are Americans overweight? You know, and how do we fix this? You know, they they would rather sue McDonald's for us being fat, you know, as a country instead of just say, you know, maybe we should just show a little self-control. And Let's not eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner at McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. And and I feel this is the same with video games instead of saying, you know. Like, hey, we just need to look at us, the parents, and say, 
I'm not going to allow my kids to have access to guns or I'm going to educate my kids on guns so they understand to respect guns and respect, you know, each other and, and all that. Instead of saying that, they want to just go, oh, well, it couldn't be my fault, so it's got to be someone else's. Let's go after the video game industry. Right. Yeah. Or the media in general because yeah. I'm sure if they succeed, and I, I highly doubt. I know you have your doubts, Dave, but I highly doubt that they're going to be able to put even enough money into – taking down the video game industry. I mean, well, yeah, oh, absolutely like, not. I, yeah. I really don't think they realize how much of a freaking staple the video game industry, or just right. like that style, is on the, the market. Yeah, I, you, uh, what game companies were we talking about that, you know, like uh, Rockstar, their bread and butter is... Grand the, Theft Auto. The, yeah, the Grand Theft Auto. You take those games out of it, and I mean, uh, talk about violent video games, that's one of them, but you take that away from them, that company's going to go under. Yeah, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of companies that would go under. Um, I think that the government, well, not just the government in general, because I know this isn't the way the whole government works, but I think that these big political figures that are targeting video games, I think the reason why they're doing it is because they feel like, and I feel like they are justified in feeling this way. Um, it's a bit, it's a lot easier battle to pick than say something like the film industry. Um, the film industry's been just as violent, if not worse, um, you know, in not only violence, but, you know, coarse language, sexual content. I mean, you still, the video games have still yet to touch the level that some films have reached. Oh, yeah. Um, but the thing with that is that it's it doesn't make sense for the government to go after the film industry because everybody is invested in the film industry. Everybody loves movies. You know, I think that they feel like they have more of a foothold in the video game industry because the way they're looking at it is, you know, your your average Joe gamer that got their connect to fucking, you know, use the motion shit and all that. They're not going to give a shit if like all these lawsuits happen because all they're fucking doing is playing connectimals on their 360 or they're doing the Wii Sports bowling shit with their grandma. They don't give a shit. And I feel like these officials feel like. The only people that would be willing to go up against them is too small of an audience. Yeah. Th- that hardcore gamer is not going to have enough umph to like go up against the fucking government about you know any kind of bans on violent video games. Um, do I think they're, that that's where they're going and that they're going to try to get there like quick? Absolutely not. But I do think that the video games are being targeted a lot more than, say, the music industry or the film industry because of the customer base, because the fan base in their minds is something completely like squashable yeah well and another topic i mean another thing on that is how the media spins it uh, just last week a guy was stabbed over xbox live we saw <coughs> the video in the very beginning of the video you think you know, oh my god this kid met up online with another kid playing a video game got pissed off they got into a fight the kid found out where he lived and he went over there and shot at him and stabbed him 22 times well, you watch the rest of the video, and I'm sure we'll get a we'll get a post on our Facebook of this video, and you can leave a comment and tell us how you feel about it and how you think the media spun it. But when I watched it, very beginning of the video, I thought, shit, that's what happened. Guy found him online. Well, the the opening scene of the video, the newscaster's holding a 360 headset, and he says, "This is where it all started." Right. And it's true that's where it all started, but if you actually pay attention to what happened these kids knew each other there was issues going on already they weren't even playing a video game they were in chat the whole situation could have gone down identically the same over a cell phone conversation and you would have never ever heard about it yeah you would have never found out and it's just because it happened on an xbox Mm -hmm. and they just want to demonize maybe they should just ban xbox and yeah get rid of it i thought pissed off that they had to pay 50 dollars a year to play online or even just to chat with each other or watch my netflix stepping back to like the whole the the whole video game thing and like the government trying to go after video games like a lot of the reason like this is something i thought about for the movies it's like it almost i mean it does come down to the parents in a sense like I can't tell you how many times, you know, the place I work where somebody comes in and buys an M-rated mature game, and you know they're buying it for their child that's standing right behind them that's, like, maybe 13 or 14. And it's like, when you go to the movies, I feel like it's a little bit more structured as far as, like, you're you're using their service, you're watching that program at that place, so they have, like, more of a monetary, or, like, they can monitor it more, mm-hmm. like, not letting these young kids go in, like, with their without their parents there. 
I feel like a lot of it, like it does come back to the parents. You buy a video game for your kid, or a lot of these parents. Well, and buy a video the parents, when kid. you go to a movie theater, yeah. these parents that you know nowadays are anywhere from you know their early twenties to you know the late forties or fifties. These parents grew up watching movies. They're familiar with what's you know what to look out for. They understand rated R means you don't fucking take your kids to go see it. Yeah, like, that's this not is true. Familiar. I've seen people take well, kids, hey, there are, like, you know, that, infant kids yeah. to ta- Chainsaw Massacre. That's yeah, true. It's that's called true. 16 but I'm pregnant, saying, but we're gonna... <laughs> I'm just saying as, like, a general, like, blanket statement, most good, decent parents understand the film rating system. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's the case for video games because these parents didn't grow up playing video games. Well, and I know the way I feel about, like, where you work, you know, you guys restricting kids anything you know of a mature rating you know restricting them from purchasing it's like first line defense even then i mean with call of duty black ops 2 was in and it was the same for modern warfare 2 modern warfare 3 i believe i'm not sure about black ops um but i know that 2 3 and black ops 2 had this option at the very beginning that you can restrict it like if you didn't like uh violence or extreme graphic graphic content, yeah. you can you can eliminate that. Yeah. But well, and it, yeah, like like you said, though, it does. It all comes down to the parents and not wanting to take blame or you yes. know. Well, it's. I think the the gaming industry is doing its best at keeping it away from impressionable minds. Well, but. and this is this is another problem too with that. Like I look at it like this: I don't think it should be the game company's fault or I mean, the game company's job or Lionsgate or Universal Studios' job to dictate what your kid can and cannot see. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, I don't take control of your kid. Yeah, yeah it's, it's up to the parents yeah, to it's say, like, hey, I'm, I don't think my kid can handle this. I'm 23 you're going to tell me this. because there's people out there that can't control what their yeah. kids watch that you're going to restrict what I can do? That's a bunch of horse shit. Well, know and know it's saying? also up to the parents to know what their kids can and can't handle. Yeah. Because, you, you know, John, you brought up a point earlier. Um, you know, there's parents that will take young, young kids into a rated R movie. But here's the thing with that is that the reason why it's up to the parents, not the rating boards, is all kids are different. You know, there's yeah. kids there's kids out there that, you know, you just can't take a six-year-old kid or, you know, to the theater or in, even in your own home and watch, you know, a violent rated R movie. Where on the flip side of that, you know, I, I grew up six, seven, you know, years old watching the Aliens movies with my dad. And, like, that was cool. Because I because I could handle that at that age, like I was okay with that. Yeah. There are a lot of kids that like aren't though, and so that's why it's always up to the parents to say, you know, is can my kid handle this? Right. You know, will they understand that this isn't true? Will they be able to, you know, cope with this? Is this something they're even interested in? You know, yeah. it's all up to them, not these companies that people are attacking. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we think we've beaten this horse till. Yeah. Oh, we could go. Yeah, we could we probably could do like on. an entire hour-long episode yeah. about this whole load of bullshit. Yeah. But um, I just want to say, you know, if you have any other comments or anything like that, just hit us up on, uh, or if you want us to comment on something that you want to say, we'll bring it up in our next podcast. Uh, email us at antisocialmedia.podcast at gmail dot com, or hit us up on Facebook at antisocialmedia.podcast. Nailed it. Yeah, Nailed pretty much. Um, on another side note, I know we just kind of jumped in. And we're like, hey, let's talk about this whole video game violence thing. Um, but we forgot to kind of introduce, if if this is the first episode you're listening to, my name's Dave. I'm Jesse. And I'm John. So there's a little introduction. Um, I just realized we hadn't done that. And so if this was oh, the yeah. first episode you're listening <laughs> to, who the, fuck, just, are these yeah, guys who the fuck are all these guys talking? I'm done oh with this God. shit. I can't differentiate. So hopefully you've made it through the first 13 minutes or so and you, you were willing to find out who the fuck's talking right now. <laughs> <laughs> so next, next bit of video game news. Um, this is actually about a PlayStation Vita title. Um, a big thing for the Vita when it came out is that, like, dear God, we finally have a handheld with two thumbsticks. Um, the PSP failed on that, you know, big time. Um, the 3DS kind of had two thumbsticks, but you had to buy, like, a $20 attachment that made it, like, a foot and a half wide to use the second thumbstick, and it only worked <laughs> for certain games. But the Vita's got, like, two thumbsticks right there on the handheld. They feel good. And so, obviously, when it came out, everyone was like, where's my first person shooters at? Like, that was going to be the big thing for the Vita. Um, so far, we've had gems like Resistance, Burning Skies, 
and Call of Duty Black Ops The Classified, which were both Horrible. fucking terrible first-person shooters. Horrible. Especially Call of Duty was a huge letdown for a lot of people because that Call of Duty like is first-person shooters nowadays. Well, and, and it wasn't really... It, it could have been a lot better, but... With the oh, yeah. Well, it was just rushed. It, I mean, just, the whole thing was rushed like beyond belief. Um, but... Uh, but anyway, so but those were both made by Nihilistic. Um, Nihilistic themselves even just said, you know what, hey, like we're out, we're gonna do. They're they're not doing box we're retail sorry. anymore. <laughs> yeah, and and I don't feel like this is reflecting on them as developers. Um, I think that Nihilistic is definitely you know a, a top notch developer. I just think that they got um, you know a little. I think they got the short end of the stick. I also think they got a little over their heads in a couple big titles. Um, so they're moving on to digital-only games, which I hope they do really well there. Um, I th- want to say they're they're under the new title Instigate, is their new new name. They're not nihilistic games anymore. But um, but the title I wanted to bring up, in my opinion, this is going to be like the first quintessential first-person shooter for the Vita, and that's Killzone Mercenary. Um, it's coming out this year, uh, September 17th. So it's going to be later on in the year. But I think this title is going to sell a lot of Vitas. I didn't see anything on it. I'll tell you why. I'll show you a video later. Um, Actually, I'll post a video on the Facebook as well if you want to check out our Facebook page and watch this amazing uh, gameplay. So first off, like, I just want to talk about the graphics because they look amazing. Like, I mean, when you're watching this game played, for instance, Call of Duty Black Ops Declassified looked like a shitty PSP version of Call of Duty. Like, the game did not... It looked good for a handheld, but it did not, like, deliver on that, like, console-quality gaming in a handheld. And that's what the Vita's all about. Killzone Mercenary, on the other hand, like, it looks like Killzone. It just looks amazing for a handheld. There's times where, you know, some of the, some things look a little blocky, and you can kind of be like, well, that, this is definitely a handheld game. But, I mean, as a whole, like, it looks like it plays just like Killzone. The graphics all look really smooth. Um... It looks like they're not going, like, way over the top with all the, like, touch controls and all that shit. Like, it looks like they're keeping it pretty basic. They have some really cool, like, touch melee controls that look pretty pretty awesome. But other than that, it looks really sick. Um, one important thing I want to talk about it is that it's not your typical storyline kill zone game. It's, uh, you obviously, you play a mercenary, and you have missions you have to do, and you make money by doing these missions. Now, the way it works is you make a certain amount of money by doing the mission, and then you also have bonuses by doing it a certain amount of time, um, you know, getting a certain amount of kills. You know, if you kill a guy and you get a headshot, you get more money for that. I mean, it's it's a lot like Borderlands with the experience where the money's, like, popping up on the screen while you're doing these things. Nice. So, you know, if you see a guy and you, you execute, like, a stealth melee kill, you're going to get a lot more money for it than if you just walk up and shotgun him right Swear in the chest. Swear to God, dude, nut shots better be worth, like, 5000 Oh, they will. <laughs> but, but one thing that's cool is that they integrate this banking system in the multiplayer as well. So when you go online, you play multiplayer, you make money off of fighting and killing people online. Oh, that's wicked. Now, the best part about it is that your banking system is, like, cross-play between multiplayer and single-player. So, so you're not all of out on anything. exactly when you're playing online, you can take that money you've earned by killing people online and purchase things in the game for single player. At the same time, if you just beat the campaign and you got a shit ton of money saved up, you can jump into online and just start off just buying all the really nice shit for your guy. Oh, that's boring. so it, you know. There's a lot of depth to this game. It gives it an is, advantage to the new player that's not oh, used yeah. to online gaming. <laughs> yeah, but um, there's a lot of depth to this game. And like I said, I can't say enough how amazing this game looks for a handheld game. But what I think is really cool about it is that um, it feels like a fully featured, you know, PlayStation exclusive. Um, it doesn't feel like a rushed, like, here's like a kind of a Call of Duty experience on your Vita. Like, you know, it's just not good. But, um, and then on, on top of that, um, it's it's actually, I mean, and I think this is why it looks so good. Um, from what I was reading about it, it's actually running on like a re- basically a really watered down version of the actual Killzone engine. So that you know that's why it looks just like Killzone. It's not they didn't just make a new engine for the handheld and say okay now let's make this game look like Killzone. They're building off a platform. They're building off a platform that's already there yeah. and already looks and plays and feels like Killzone. <clears throat> but that's all that's all I gotta say about that. I'm gonna hold duly off on noted. Duly, duly noted. Duly the noted. game looks sick, though. I can't wait to see it come out. Uh, do you have anything else on games right now? Yes, I do actually. Um, so, one more little Vita plug I'm gonna throw in there. I'm not gonna go too in depth on this game, 
Um, it's kind of a not not like super well known game, but it's called Soul Sacrifice, and this is a game that they've been hyping up for the Vita like literally since the Vita came out. Um, and it's looks, finally coming out. Yeah, it's finally coming out, and surprisingly enough, it's coming out May first. And now this is like one of those titles that it's like you hear about it like once every like you know seven or eight months, and every time you hear about it, it's like, but it's not ready yet. But it looks good. But it's not ready yet. And it's like now all of a sudden like, hey, let's talk about Soul Sacrifice again. By the way, it's coming out in like two months. Like. They really like dropped that one on you like real quick, but um, or maybe I'm just stupid and I announced that like seven months ago. I don't know. I just found <laughs> out it's coming attention. out on May first, and it looks really good. Um, but I'm not gonna talk about it too much. It's an RPG kind of style, action RPG. Um, it's uh, oh, I, I know I'm gonna butcher this guy's name, but it's something like KG Unafe, Unafe, something like I don't fucking know how to pronounce Oriental. his name. But he's Una done. Fa, Una, not gonna yeah. pronounce his name anymore. That's what we're gonna. Do. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> but he's he's a really well known, really, really renowned uh, developer. So I definitely expect a lot of good things from him. Um, other video game news. I'm just gonna rattle off real quick. Um, uh, EA COO Peter Moore. Um, had was holding a conference, I believe, about their projected quarter three earnings or something like that. Um, <clears throat> but they made the announcement that Medal of Honor Warfighter will be pulled from rotation. So what that means basically is, they're, I believe it means that they're not going to make any more copies of it. And so um, he was quoted stating that you know it was just an obvious miss. He also he also went on to to say that he feels. And I can agree with him to a certain extent that this game was just not very well received critically at all. It had um, so much hype, though. That's the thing that kills me about this game. It had a it lot was, of hype. It was going to be the COD and Battlefield killer. Yeah. And it just didn't even come out the gate. Yeah. I think all that hype was, you know, not a good idea. Like, And I don't even know if it was particularly EA that pushed this hype. But like they, sh it should not have been hyped up like that because I knew from the start this is not going to be a Battlefield like Call of Duty killer. Like I played the first one, I'm familiar with Danger Close's work and it's not amazing. I think if people would come into this expecting, you know, like a five out of ten, you know, six out of ten kind of game, they they would have gotten that and they would have enjoyed it, you know, for around thirty bucks. But people went into this, you know, expecting that. Cod, Cod killer, killer. Yeah. yeah, that eight or nine or ten game, and they got like a two out of it, basically. Yeah. But um, you spend sixty dollars on a two, <laughs> yeah, pretty Why? much. Um, and then la lastly, <laughs> story of my life. Yeah, lastly for video games, um, I want to touch real quick on uh, Dust Five Fourteen, which is an open beta now. So even if you don't have PlayStation Plus or any kind Free of exclusive, you know, beta access or anything, pretty it's sure totally I'm just open. Steal your PS3 and play that game. Yeah. It's um, large though. It's it's, it's pretty no. It's like, the beta is actually not very big. It's only like two and a half gigs. Oh, I'm thinking of you're oh, thinking of like probably Nino like Nino Cooney, yeah, which is like three three hundred and fifty gigabytes or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> but Dust Five Fourteen is a really cool game. It's really fun. Um, you know the graphics. You can definitely tell it's a free to play. It doesn't look up phenomenal or anything, but it is really solid for a free game. Yeah. Um, a lot of the mechanics are really cool. The gameplay's good. It controls really solid. That was my biggest concern was, okay, this game sounds good on paper, but if it controls like mag, I'm not wasting my time. <laughs> I watched you play it for a while, and it completely reminded me of Battlefield 2142. Yeah. And I played that on PC, and it's really cool. Not as polished as 2142. Mm. and didn't have as many vehicles and things, but there are vehicles that you can do everything. Yeah, watching the videos got some sweet warthog replicas and yeah. some sweet scorpion replicas. Yeah, there is some uh, some Halo-esque vehicles in this game, but we're not going to get into that. But I mean, what isn't Halo-esque now? I know, okay. really. Yeah. yeah. Although I did hear one map is basically a giant ring that you're like on the inside of the ring and, and it's like... run all the way yeah, around. They call it a Halo. <laughs> really now? No, I'm just kidding. No. That's not in the game. Really? Does it. Master Chief show up? But yeah, so if you're bored and you're broke and you want to play something new, download Dust Five Fourteen Open Beta because it's free and it's hella fun and yeah. you can do up to like 32 players in one match, um, which was something I actually meant to touch on in Killzone Mercenary. Uh, big negative on this one: it's only eight players max. Oh, so four on four. Four on four. Yeah, that was kind of a letdown because I, I mean, anybody who's used to Killzone, 
those like right. big maps, you know, 32, I want to say 32 minimum. What do you expect for a handheld, though? I mean, you can't expect the world to have 62 players on no, each team. No, but I would expect, personally, of I don't think it would be too difficult to have minimum 12. I mean, six on yeah. six. Yeah. Doesn't seem like it'd be that hard. Mike, it's 2013, dude. Back to the Future said we were going to have jetpacks <laughs> for like two years from now. No. Right? Hoverboards. Well, Hoverboards. I would rather Hoverboard. take a jetpack over from Hoverboard. From Hasbro. <laughs> as, as bro, get on that now. So anyway, um, I think that's about it for video game news. Did you have anything else? No, on the video I'm, game front. I kind of covered what I was doing. I'm still just taking a little bit of a hiatus from COD and the PS3 right now. I haven't really been played too many video games this week either. No, it's just been a dead week for me. I just I don't know. The Super Bowl coming up and the Super Bowl coming up. It well, it's like, over. Now, it's over now. So glad San Francisco won that shit. What are you? <laughs> shit, <laughs> you threw me off there. I was like, didn't they win? I was like, wait a minute. What was that? I didn't for? actually I watch the Super Bowl game. because I was at work. I was at work pricing the 35 copies of Medal of Honor Warfighter that got marked down and put in the value bin today. I had to listen to it at work, and it was like the freaking stupid uh, halftime show with Beyonce. And then it was like five minutes after that or whatever, the power went out in New Orleans in the stadium. And I was just like, why couldn't you have been sooner? I didn't want to hear Beyonce say Wait, that. they were in New Orleans? Yeah. What the fuck were they doing there? <laughs> Wait for a flat, I don't know. Well, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> wasn't it the Ravens? It was the Superdome, man. Oh, they don't, they don't do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, they have to hold it on neutral okay. territory. Oh, just well, that, okay, that makes sense. Like, All right, we're going <laughs> to talk about the Super Bowl. Uh, we're going to move into movies now. And one thing, uh, you know, last week... We kind of went over some of the expected movies and the release dates and everything, but we did not touch on Evil Dead, and that's probably because it got moved up a week. And I think that March might be 5th. it. March <laughs> 5th. I don't know. Is it March it 5th? Up, yeah. Did you look it up? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was April. So. Oh, no, it is April. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah, April. April 5th. A- April 5th from April 12th. It, it was originally released on April 12th. And now it's going <clears> so apparently um, Bruce Campbell tweeted... Uh, you know, Evil Dead fans, you wanted it, you get it. Apparently, he's in control of when that movie comes out. <laughs> Someone needs to tweet Bruce Campbell and just be like, make it come out tomorrow. No. You know? I don't think he could do that, though. I, uh, we'll have a link to the Red Band trailer for this, but... It looks really, oh. really good. The thing that I love about this, and this is what I heard, I don't know exactly how true this is, but it seems like it's going to be pretty legit. They're not using any CG for this movie. Yeah, that was and a big that thing. Just brings this whole huge like, oh my god, I'm not gonna have to see some wispy ghost come flying through the cabin yeah. and killing like, people. I watched. Just I just amazing. like hopped on and watched the Red Band trailer starting out. And like looking back, that was a mistake because it's like when you're about to jump in a pool, you don't jump in the deep end first. You get in in like the shallow end <laughs> yeah. and wade in there. I was scared shitless when I watched that trailer. I was it just looks like, oh! freaky. And it's going to be fucking amazing. I was yeah. not ready for it. And if you haven't, if you don't know anything about Evil Dead, watch the original one. It's on Netflix. On, uh, they, they have, they technically, they have three of them. They have the yeah. Evil Dead 1, the Evil Dead 2, and then Bruce Campbell versus the Army of Darkness, or the Army of Darkness. What, I don't know exactly Army what it's called. Army of Darkness called. is... Yeah, Um, but basically what you have, the Evil Dead is the original. Um, Evil Dead 2 is basically a remake of the Evil Dead, but But a little more comedy. And then Army of Darkness is just a fucking comedy. Yeah. But um, they're all three really good. Um, Cool thing about the Evil Dead is that the director actually came out and admitted that upon their first submission to the MPAA, it actually received an NC-17 which is cool and not at the same time. It would be cool if our society was allowed, okay with putting NC-17 movies in their fucking theaters, but as a whole, they're usually not. So it was you know, cut down to fit the, 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 rated. the rated R. So it'll be rated R when it hits theaters, but then when it comes out on uh, Blu-ray and DVD, um, you know, you are, you're not going to see an NC-17 version. You're going to see an unrated version. Right. Which something you see a lot with horror movies. You always see that that unrated Blu-ray edition that's got like .8 seconds of extra like fucking boob or something like that. It just makes well, it unrated. Well, like that's just boob, I don't know yeah. if you can see boob. I'm on just this saying podcast. like because I saw well I saw like okay Doom the original Doom movie yeah. that um, probably nobody gives a shit about but me. 
No, it didn't until you saw the unrated version. Until you saw the until the unrated version came out, and I was so excited because I was like, "Oh yeah, unrated version!" Like I'm thinking, you know, this has got to have at least like 20 minutes of extra footage and stuff. And I watched it. And literally, the only difference is like one guy walks into a fucking science lab, and there's like a naked chick with her back to him, and he's like, "You okay?" And she turns around, she got her titties all hanging out. Spoiler but she's alert. Like, but she's like a fucking zombie thing, and it's like just depends on yeah, like how like, long she's been a zombie, really. Right. <laughs> No, it really doesn't. <laughs> no. My point is that most unrated movies are like, they just throw something catty in there like that and just to get a title on there of unrated. Yeah. You know, but... I have I'm, a feeling like that shit from Walking... Or not Walking Dead. Evil, Evil Dead. Dead is going to be like... Oh. That's exactly what I'm saying. They're is that claiming... This is going to be an un- unrated version to actually watch out for. Because yeah. I guarantee you it will yeah. be better than the theatrical Like, watch out for us. Like, if well, you walk in the room in the unrated version, also, just leave because it's going to scare your face off. They're also claiming this is the scariest movie of the year. I don't know how true that's going to be, but... I'd I mean, be willing to bet it's pretty, probably going to be the scariest movie I don't know. I thought that movie about Katy Perry last year was pretty scary. Uh, yeah. well, the new Justin Bieber one? Oh, yeah. That one fucked that me was up pretty for scary. a week. Look at the look on Dave's face like, what? There was actually a scary movie with Katy Perry? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, it racking my brain. I was like, uh, wait, uh, was she in a movie? I, I saw know. where you were going. Yeah. Up top, chop. Right here. That was us high-fiving. Dave didn't get a part of that. No. He missed nothing. Anywho. Um... Moving on, Star Wars uh, 3D not coming out anymore. Anymore, no more. Mickey once a Mouse year. has pulled the plug. <laughs> Pulling the plug on Star Wars, and uh, you know, honestly, the way I feel about it, I could care less. Well, the, re- I mean, the reason I wouldn't they mind get it. seeing them in theater, but I could go without the 3D. I mean, 3D is so overrated now. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then the, the main reason why they did it was because they wanted to pull any more effort being put on converting them to 3D and focus on getting Episode 7 out. Which and is I a think smart idea. That makes sense, yeah. Now, am I extremely excited about Episode 7? Not really. Maybe if Episode 1, 2, and 3 were good, I probably would be. But, I mean, and they are. They're good in their own right. I didn't care for them that much myself. But all the same, it's a smart move. Yeah. You know, if I was still hardcore into Star Wars as much as I am the original three, like, if I was still that amped up about them, I would see this and be like, perfect. I could care less about seeing them in 3D. I just want Seven to come out, like, now. I want to say I saw Episode 2 in theaters. I saw, like, Episode 1, 2, and 3 in theaters. You know, like, every dormant, like, 45-year-old, 50-year-old nerd in their mom's basement. Oh, freaking out right now. It's just like, what? Oh, I have a reason to be relevant again? <laughs> I can go outside now. The sun, it burns. Oh, my God, Han Solo. I actually thought episode one, The Phantom Menace, was amazing. That was my favorite out of the new movies. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are going to disagree. A you lot didn't of like the like, pod racing? I don't fucking like Jar Jar Binks. It's racist because they're trying to say he's Jamaican. And it's like, I don't fucking get that, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I don't. Uh, not all Jamaicans are he's, lizards. He's, yeah, he's a goddamn lizard, for one. Like, More or less the fact that it's like it's a giant universe. You don't think there's going to be one race of aliens that everybody's like, I fucking hate these guys. <laughs> like, True on, story. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> But, anywho, so yeah. Star Wars, good stuff if you're into Star Wars. I mean, if you're not, you're, I'll probably see them. They're, they're probably going to be really good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see them being bad movies. I do kind of think it's like, I, I just think it's ridiculous that J.J. Abrams is directing the new Star Wars trilogy, and yet and at the same time he's making Star all the Trek. new Star Trek movies. Like, I don't know, that just doesn't make any sense. That's like being like, okay, like... The devil can't run hell anymore, guys. So God's just going to run them both. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't, you have, like, the two opposing forces of, like, the science fiction world. And you've got one fucking guy directing both of them. Like, that just sounds like a conflict of interest. It sounds like I'm going to be like, okay, I'm going to work at Best Buy, and I'm going to work at Walmart, and I'm going to work pretty much everywhere. I'm going to work at GameStop. You know, like, it's conflict of interest. You can't fucking do all these things. It's like Treyarch taking over Battlefield and Call Yeah, exactly. Like, They'd be like Infinity War being like, we're going to make Battlefield 4 and Modern Warfare 4. It's like, boom. Yeah, this is dumb. But, I mean, he's still a good director, though. Yeah. So I, I have faith that he's not going to go one way with the other. Um, I think he's going to do a good job with both of them. Yeah. But um, anyway, so moving away from Star Wars, um, a little side note. Um, more of just like a why the fuck is this even happening. 
Um, there's apparently WTF moment. Yeah, Here apparently there is a Batman reboot scheduled to oh. release in 2017. Give me my nips back. <laughs> I need my. I Batman think that's what nips. it is. I think Batman just needs nipples again. I think that's why they're redoing it. But I really don't even get this because we just finished out with Christopher Nolan's trilogy, which was amazing. It was amazing. I now we're it. heading into the Man of Steel, which is, is confirmed that. Which was already confirmed, but confirmed just to me recently. Christopher Nolan's producing, mm-hmm. so you've already got you know Zack Snyder, Christopher Nolan, gonna make a fucking awesome Superman movie, and then you have DC in the background. They're going like, okay, they made these really good movies. Now we need to crank out some nice shitty comic book movies like Marvel did, so we can get ready to make our Justice League movie. You know, like I know that's what they're doing with it. But they need to just stop, realize they have a good thing here, let Christopher Nolan just fucking Do take everything thing. over. Like, just call it Christopher Nolan's Justice League. Because, like, that's just what needs to happen. I'm sorry. But if they kept this whole realistic tone going for, like, all of them, it would like, make really if you're going to reboot anything, really, you're not going to reboot the Green fucking Lantern? Yeah. Like, you're going to be like, no, nah, Ryan Reynolds nailed that, but Christian Bale, like, we got to get rid of that shit. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? He was way too real for this. I know. So, some real talk, right? Now. Yeah, we need more have Green Christopher Lantern Nolan less. and Zack Snyder team up and reboot the fucking Green Lantern. Yeah, move on like, with your life. When lives. I heard about the Green Lantern for the first time, I was like, oh, because it would have been one of my favorite comics forever. And then like it was like, yeah, leading man Brian Reynolds casted as the Green Lantern, and I was just like, wow. Fuck. I was like, do you just want me to put a handgun in my mouth or what, dude? The only thing I think. Uh, Ryan Reynolds could do well as far as a superhero movie, and I fucking don't like superhero movies anyway. The only thing I think he could do well if they, if which apparently they already are, but if they do a Deadpool movie, I think Ryan Reynolds could do a good Deadpool. I really do. Um, but I could care fucking less to go see it if they do. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll just wait for that one to come out on DVD. Yeah. Or red box it. Yeah. Dollar fifty. Nailed it. All it. That's dollar fifty ever spent. So, moving on, uh, do you have any more movie news? Uh, just the trailers from the Super Bowl. Uh, really nothing super spectacular that I saw. You know, basically the same things over and over again that yeah. you can get on YouTube. Pretty much. Um, I was going to say one thing that I just realized that I that I never really thought about. Uh, ben Kingsley plays the freaking Mandarin. In number three, Iron Man three. Oh yeah, yeah. super excited about that because yeah. Ben Kingsley is like one of my favorite actors. The only yeah, the only trailer I saw from the Super Bowl was the Iron Man three, like way more extended than what I've seen before, and yeah. it actually looks amazing. Yeah, that yeah. looks really cool. really good. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then the I didn't see the trailer for Fast and Furious six until I saw that, and the CG tank run down the down yeah. the middle of the highway looked awesome. Not. Yeah. Um, I would have to say like. The, the trailer I was most excited about after the fact, like, the one I was most excited to see was World War Z. That ended up being pretty fucking disappointing because it's the same shit I've already seen. Right. I'm still really fucking excited about that movie. They need to come out with a Red Band trailer on that Oh, band. well, but they're not going to confirm that it's rated R yet. Like, they want, they want how, to still How hope. disappointed are you going to be when if they it's come gonna, out If it's going to be PG-13, I'm, I'm literally not going to go fucking see it. Like, I'm, I'm not going to go to Brad Pistol. I'm not going to be like, I'm going to protest this movie. Yeah, or like, I'm going to blog about how stupid this is. I'm just literally going to forget that they made it and just not go see it. Like, I'm not going to overexert myself even further into something that's a big giant disappointment yeah. yeah you know it's like one of those things like what are you gonna do when your son gets home and you find out that he just totally failed all of his classes are you gonna like beat him or something no i'm gonna be disappointed i'm gonna go outside and smoke a cigarette and forget that i even have a son and then i'm gonna go back in and beat him like it's not my <laughs> until son until i yeah. actually have to deal with it yeah. but um but no but anyway so after the fact now that i've seen these trailers um i would have to say the one that excited me the most i'm not even gonna lie is the fucking star trek one yeah, I really want to see In the Darkness. I, I think it's going to be good. I like the first one. It I thought was, the first it was one entertaining, uh, and I'm not a Star Trek fan, and so it was oh, a good starting either. point. Yeah, you know, to learn like the backstory a little bit, and then mm-hmm. now you're moving on a little bit. So I, I, it looks like it's going to be pretty good. Oh yeah, I think. It's I don't know if stuff. I'd pay money to go see it in What's theaters or in 3D. Money. What's but, funny is the dude that plays uh, Spock. Like I just got done finish or I finished up American Horror Story season two, right? So I'm always going. Oh, you want to see some fucked up shit? Watch Heroes. Oh yeah, (laughs) but like, but like, did you did you any of you guys watch the the Horror Story season two? Well, in season two, without giving you spoiler alerts, 
or I'm gonna say spoiler alert to give it all away, is <laughs> he's like this sadistic murderer that like has mommy issues. So it's like I feel like that's gonna command his performance for me now. Like I'm gonna be like, oh Spock, you got mommy issues. Like I don't know why, but it just <laughs> he's now ruined. I see him you. in a different light now. Yeah. All right. I could see that happening. I felt the same way when I saw that movie Carriers with Chris Pine. Have you guys seen that? It's Chris Pine, the guy who played Kirk yeah. in Star Trek. Yeah. Um, shortly after Star Trek came out, there was this little, I guess you could call it a horror movie. It's kind of an outbreak movie. It's not zombies. Like outbreak. That's when they're running around with those masks that have the yeah. brown on face. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah Stuff that like one. that. Um, that's kind of how I felt like watching that movie with Chris Pine in it because I didn't even know who the fuck he was until I saw Star Trek. And I'm watching it and like, it's just really like not campy, but just obviously low budget. But yeah, it was a really like, low budget yeah. film. And I'm watching, I'm like, man, where's the fucking Starship Enterprise, man? Like, <laughs> fuck this, fuck this everybody. like car or whatever you're in. Just go fucking jump in your spaceship. Get away from all this fucking stuff. Sick in the back seat of their car, yeah. and she like sneezes on. Yeah, it was funny because like I knew he was in Star Trek, but I didn't watch it. Um, before I had watched, uh, I think it was Unstoppable, the one with him and Denzel Washington on the train. Yeah, that was, really that was really good. Really good movie. That was really not good. because of Chris Pine. But because oh, of definitely Washington. not. Yeah, yeah Denzel like, Washington. That's the, the first movie I was just like, like oh, fucking right. Safe House. Like, could yeah. care less about Ryan Reynolds in that movie. Fucking Denzel like stole the show. Right. <laughs> so I could care less about Ryan Reynolds in pretty much anything. <laughs> Although I Enough do, I do want to see, I do want to see that movie that he's buried. What the fuck did you say it was oh, called? Oh, um, buried alive. I, I or think some it's shit. buried. It's on Netflix. Yeah, uh, I want to see that just because doesn't he die at the end? Spoiler alert! Uh, but doesn't he end up like like they think they found him and then they they get to where he's been leading them through the whole fucking movie and it's a different person's spot and they're like, oh shit, dude, we don't know where the fuck you are. Right. And he's like, god damn it, get, calm down. I'll, I'll go ahead and do this. Well, I'm I don't need like a whole synopsis. It, I just yeah. said doesn't he die? At the yeah. End. Yes. He okay, does yeah. die at the end because they actually found the guy that they lied. But anyway, yeah, it's good. Case movie. in point, Wait, I want to see it because Ryan Reynolds died. It's in the Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds movie that I found on Netflix. It's part and of the Ryan like, Reynolds anthology, Oof. and it's basically oh. like a, okay, yeah, yeah. an Afghan version of Phone Booth or <laughs> somewhere called for I was like god damn it I was trying to uh, he's got that. a cell phone he's in a box and he's like buried alive it's one of those event kind of movies yeah. it's not like a continuing storyline or anything it's Obviously, just one event happened and it's all about that pretty much low budget because they didn't even have like a half the movie takes place in a phone. box underground. Yeah. No, the the entire thing's in a box underground. Oh fuck! And a cell phone that has a little. Now I don't know if I want to see this. You know, it's actually I'm, really I'm good, just going to be that guy and say it probably wasn't even actually underground. It probably wasn't. <laughs> Troll level maximum. Uh, anyway, anything new on the or anything more on the movies? No, that's about it. All right. So moving into tech. Oh my god. PlayStation Four. Announced. February twentieth. Call I had totally man forgot about this. Oh, yeah. You were, like, moving into tech, and I was like, fuck, we don't have anything to talk about no, in tech. I and then just, you're like, PlayStation the only 4. big thing that's out there right now, Sony has announced that they're going to have a, a uh, meeting in New York on February 20th at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Eastern time. time. Yeah. Eastern Standard butthole time, uh, whatever. Just in case the one guy out there knows what that fucking means. Because, <laughs> like, I always hear that. I'm like, you know what? I don't know what time that's coming on. I'm just going to find it in DVR. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Easter Standard Time. IGN, this is where we heard it from. IGN's going to be out at the meeting. So I want to say it was them. Greg Miller's going to be there. Yeah. Greg Miller and uh, Colin Moriarty? Colin Moriarty. 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 <laughs> but anyway, a couple, couple of guys from uh, IGN <laughs> are going to be um, at this conference, so... That's probably where I'm going to read about it. Just it's not I, confirmed that they're talking about the PlayStation 4. Well, no, but, but it's pretty obvious. The, yeah. They're talking about the future of the PlayStation brand. Um, which I'm would just be gonna, the PlayStation 4. I'm going to lay out my prediction real quick, which is something me and John have talked about a lot. I think we can pretty much agree. Um, the smartest way for them to do this without going full disclosure is they have an event on the 20th to announce PlayStation 4. Like, it's coming. Maybe even be like, this is what it looks like, or this is what we're going to call it, but that's fucking it. Right. And then at E3, that's when they do the launch titles, the specs, this price is what points. it's capable of, the price point. You know, I mean, price point could even be on the 20th. Like, even that could be they like, could, this, this is, is what, what it looks I like, see. this is how much it costs. This is what I see them doing up there. They're going to announce the name. Yeah, I mean, announce, that's for sure. Uh, they probably will keep the looks under wraps. 
maybe give a like little a silhouette bit. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, silhouette. <laughs> I hope probably because like I mean chick. they could make changes in between now and launch title or launch day. Um, possibly give a launch perspective month of when it's going to come out, uh, and then give like the social network features that they're already being semi leaked right yeah. now. But, yeah. So. And, and a price point. What do you think it's going to be? Okay, price point. I'm hoping to God it's three ninety nine. I don't want to drop because I'm I'm part of that that unfortunate group that literally like a month before the price drop paid five hundred ninety nine dollars for an eighty gigabyte fat PS three. <laughs> <laughs> and like I I don't want to two hundred dollars. I don't like, want to spend. No, it dropped even more. It dropped even more than that. <laughs> I paid five ninety nine for it, and literally like a month later, it dropped to two ninety nine. And it dropped like three hundred dollars. Well, I'm just like, just don't buy groceries for like two months yeah. before the yeah. PS4 comes out. And but no, um, so like I was saying, three ninety nine, I would be ecstatic. I mean, basically, it came, comes down to this: if I had four hundred dollars, and on the twentieth they say it's three ninety nine, that's all we're fucking telling you. And GameStop says you can pre-order it today for three ninety nine, but you don't even know what it looks like. I'll say I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna pre-order it for three ninety nine. Yeah. Like that's where I'm at. If yeah. it's three ninety nine, I will buy the shit out of it. If it's four ninety nine, yeah. If it's like four ninety nine or like five ninety nine, I'm definitely gonna have to wait and see what the fuck it offers. Right. Because I'm, I'm still pretty them. fucking content with my PS3. Yeah. I'm not like oh man. And the, I need it's a not new like console. they're gonna stop making games like they did for the Xbox when the Xbox three sixty came out. Yeah. They're gonna yeah, still support, support that for at least. Well, look at the PS2 and the PS3. Right. There is. I mean, they just stopped making PS2s like this year. And they're probably still making games for it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw freaking FIFA 2013 or some shit like that the other day. I was like, wow, PS2 is still rocking strong. No, I, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm hoping it's the 399-ish. Like, 350 would be, like, awesome. Here, it's only, it's only $50 less, but... There's, like, my main two things I want. One, I want that price point, 399 Two... I really want them to use the same hard drives because nothing would make yeah. me happier than to be able to buy a PlayStation 4, take my terabyte out of my PS3, and just put it the fuck in my PS4. Reformat like, and then download everything. Yeah, I mean, even yeah. if I had to reformat it, I'd be cool with that. Right. I, I understand it's not going to run on the same file systems and everything, right. but even if I had to reformat it, still cool with it. I don't want to have to go into investing into more memory for my PS4, and I don't want to have to pay premium price for a bigger hard drive. Or a proprietary hard drive. Yeah. I hope to God they don't do that. I don't think they primary. will because that's just like not Sony, like at all. No, Microsoft does that. So yeah, Apple. I hate you too. We'll leave that to Microsoft. Yeah. Well, actually, Apple started it. Well, kind of. Apple, Apple probably. Yeah, they probably got it from somebody else, like Steve Jobs. Yes. <laughs> no, I mean, like, Apple. No, they probably got it. From but it's just it's stupid that they limit you to that. Like. Really? I can't get a terabyte for my Xbox it's 360 like because... It's like kid you're finally going to let him use scissors, but only when you're watching and only if they're the child scissors. <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. I don't even want to use these. I can't freaking tech them out or use them the way I want to use them. So, yeah, tune in. We'll have a link to the IGN post, um, but they're going to be on it. They'll probably cover it a lot easier than we will because they're actually going to be there, and it's going to be really... I'm going to be there, too, actually. Oh, yeah? No. No. <laughs> in, in my mind. I'm probably going to be at work. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Dave, if you can afford a freaking ticket to this place, you should not bitch about a PS3 being $4.99 or PS4 being $4.99. I would definitely have to hold off if it was $5.99 again. Just like the original PS3. Yeah. You know, just... It'd be rough. All I know is they're announcing it on the 20th, and I'm getting my tax return on the 22nd. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just saying, Sony. I'm just saying. Dave gets his tax return, and it's gone. Yeah, buy all the games. (laughs) Buy everything. So that's the big, big tech news. That is our big tech news. Uh, Can't wait. So Very excited. So um, that's pretty much all we have for this week. Um, Yeah. Hit us up we, on uh, Just to go over a couple things real fast. Uh, last week we were severely underprepared, but this week we do have some stuff for you. Um, we have our official blog page, which is antisocialmedia.podcast, something or other, blogspot. Okay, maybe I'm not as prepared as I thought. <laughs> but that's not really important. There's because, links to it on our Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, if you versus... go on the Facebook page, it's just go on Facebook and search antisocialmedia. 
Um, you'll see our icon, which yeah. is like a hand holding a social media globe with a little circle and a line through it. But, but very um, retro, very chic. Very chic. Very On there, uh, there is a post that we had last week. Dave did do a write-up on uh, digital media or digital gaming. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a really good read. Actually, he read it to me because I was lazy. Because John can't read. No, I can read. Oh, why, John? I can read. I wrote my own notes and colored them. So, But it's a really good read, and there's a link to it. Uh, that's at antisocialmedia.podcast forward slash Facebook or some crap. Something like that. If you know Facebook, you know how to get to it. Or something like that. I'm pretty sure you guys are the only ones that know what the actual address is. Don't quote it. Okay, hold on. Shut the fuck up, Jesse. Um, another another thing I want to share. Um, if you if you are actually interested in subscribing and listening to this podcast on a regular basis. We're on Stitcher. Um, we are on iTunes for those of you with iPhones. Um on MacBooks and whatnot, or iPods. Um, it's it's still listed under anti-social media. You can find it by searching that in the podcast or the iTunes store under podcast. And then for those of you with Android phones, um, we are also on Stitcher, like John said, which is a popular Android podcast service. Question for you. Yes. They're already listening to us, so don't you think they would have already... That's not true. It? Oh, yeah, because it's on that. this will be linked yeah. to our Facebook. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Sorry, it just like blew my mind. But like, why are we even saying this right now? Because if, you, if you've already subscribed through iTunes or Stitcher, and that's how you're listening to us right now, we apologize then just you might as well stop listening because this podcast is over. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. That's yeah. all I got. Well, and the big thing is we're going to be here recording every Sunday. Every Sunday, at least um, eventually. Eventually, we will actually be posting these every Sunday. As of right now, we're recording them every Sunday and then uploading them sometime around 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) So, uh, But next week, we will actually be hopefully posting on Sunday by like 8 or 9 o'clock. Yeah.